0: Well, I'm going to say Jose Mourinho is going to come to blasters, because, you know, Twitter told me so. And if I'm wrong, I'll be proved an idiot, and if I'm right, I'll be a visionary, and that's a chance that I'm willing to take. And adding further to the risk of me being sounding like an idiot, uh, let me first introduce the panel to Footnote episode of the Injury Time podcast. First, the emerging journalist of the year, six years into his profession, is Mr. Arvind Sujindran. Hello, everyone. And along with him is the loan deal signing of the year, over... From uh, the I League podcast of the injury time, is Mr. Orko Batacharya? Hi, Fred, Hi, Arvind. Hey, how are you guys? <coughs> All is well. All is well.
1: Yes,
0: huh? <laughs> everything good. Everything good. Orko fresh back from the Kingfisher East Bengal and uh, sorry, Quest East Bengal. Yeah. And Mohan Badan Darby. How was it? How was the atmosphere? Oh, so, I mean, <coughs> absolutely
1: it's crazy. I think. There is no game like this in Indian football that can generate emotions like the derby. And I uh, watched football over ten states in the last two or three years, but uh, really nothing. It's a ca- carnival atmosphere. It's, it's a religious experience. Sixty-five thousand people all packed into you know the, the stadium, all willing to rip each other's throats out.
2: <laughs> it's a different feel altogether. You said where you want?
1: Uh, so, you know, like I, I've stated in the pieces, you can't really be neutral because you're either born Bagan or East Bengal. I, being an immigrant, I'm sort of neutral, but my family is a heavy moon Bagan tilting family. So, I mean, I guess I'll have to be on that side.
0: Okay, and uh, I would just like to say that I'm not at all jealous that you were there. And now, <laughs> moving on with the questions, <laughs> let's start with uh, you, Arvind. Yeah. Uh, Brian D'Souza, at Brian D'Souza, has asked, who should replace Nishu in the national team? And now, we spoke about this earlier in the podcast, in the ISL podcast, how we can't, we can't really know with the 50, who are the 50 that the first list was submitted for the AFC, so, who do you think should be replaced?
2: If you want to talk about who should be replaced, then the answer is uh, pretty clear, either Rahul Beke should be called up, or Ricky of ATK should be called up. Uh, but I feel Stephen Constantine will not call anyone up. And uh, apart from Nishu, Jerry of uh, Chennai NFC is also out injured and he will miss the tournament, unfortunately. Uh, but Stephen Constantine won't be calling up anyone, and that is how it's going to be.
0: Okay, that is fair enough. So, uh, Orko, coming to you for the second question, which was. Uh, you know the refereed issues, the crowd atmosphere. Why is it that ISL cannot have the same kind of derby that the I League has, which is obviously the main one is obviously the Kolkata derby. There is also a few in the northeast. So uh, you cover you know ISL up and down the country. So put some some light on the same. So you know, the Kolkata derby is is organic. It's it's happened over a century.
1: Uh, these clubs, the you know, 24th century, have not taken any really steps to consolidate their fan base. But you have to understand that they have existed for a hundred years, so it is still an organic engagement that they get. For so ISL, the clubs are newer, and only Bengaluru FC have actually successfully managed to create an atmosphere of, you know, uh, rivalry or you know, or love for the club. And organically is what I am speaking about. Because Kerala Masters, we saw that you know eight thousand people turned up once the team's fortunes went down. Chennai N S T, we're that the crowd has gone down. Other places, I mean, we hardly see any anyone. I mean, in the northeast, in guwahati even northeast United play, we hardly see anybody. So, in order to create Dalvies, you need local rivalries, and uh, there's hardly any because you know the ISL draconian rule of one city one club that really doesn't help and uh, secondly I doubt there are any cities you know where there are two big clubs like this. I think Bengaluru has Ozor and South United now which we are going to play the second division Uh, Kukulung Kerala and Kerala after they ever to play maybe we could see this type of rivalry but for now the Kolkata. The you know remains
0: on its own as, as the standard fixture In Indian football and, uh, do, and both of you The next question I want to ask is a follow up on this And both of you can chip in with your own thought uh, How much does it help or hurt That every single, almost every single match ISL promotes as a derby It's a southern derby, it's a steel derby, it's a mahar derby It's a whatever derby So how much does that help or hurt Okay, Arko, you go first
1: yeah, so, I mean, I have pretty strong thoughts of I think it, it becomes a bit of a far when you promote every match as, as a Derby. It takes the essence of a Darby, which is essentially a geopolitical confrontation. I mean, you are either in proximity to the club you, you have a Darby with, or you, you have, you know, been fighting them for over 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So that's how Darbys are defined all over the world. Here you have the Maharashtra Derby, you have the Southern Derby, some call it Damshedpur, Bangalore is a steel Derby. I mean it, it does not make any sense at all to, to, to a serious political fan. Serious, I'm sorry, to a serious football fan. So, uh, it, it, it takes the essence out and uh, it doesn't help anybody. This, this promotion of every game as a Derby.
0: So Aravind, your thoughts? I think the only
2: Derby that they have left out is the capital Derby. Uh, Delhi Dynamos versus Kolkata, the old capital of India or Delhi Dynamos versus uh, Mumbai City FC, financial capital of India versus administrative capital of India. <laughs> it's, it's puzzling and you have the southern derby. So, that means there are three teams from the south. So, you have six matches uh, which are which more or less half of the fixtures of the ISL are derbies. <laughs> so, that's that's uh, our two cents about that. So, uh, Sandeep, I would like to ask you a question posed by Aditya Narayan, uh, at Aditya underscore LFC on Twitter. So, he wants you to highlight how much uh, Nishukumar of Bengaluru FC has improved over the last season. Because, uh, as journalists we have written articles that uh, he is actually the weak link of the team and he is often derided by sunil chetri himself uh, whenever he goes to attack and fails to recover from it so how
0: do you think he has improved well it's a cont- interesting thing because nishu i don't think we can consider him as a young player anymore because he's been there for 3 4 years now uh, this I'll, this is the thing about nishu he is an amazing athlete he's fast he's strong he's got everything to be you know he's a force of nature when he's going forward the problem with him is uh, defensive positioning and often time he's too square on the ball against the you know attacker or sometimes he just doesn't mark track the runs we've often seen Sunil laying into him because he tracks back a lot if they play on the same side uh, and improvement wise I think his goal scoring ratio is definitely improved he's getting into positions where he can score Uh, he's been given the freedom to go forward by Carles because they want to really accentuate the positives and uh, one of the things that I know for a fact that the club was trying to do was try and move him away from defence to play maybe uh, as a wing back which is I think his best position or maybe even as a midfielder which they have tried against I think Delhi when they were tinkering with the formation but it was only the fact that Subhashish Bose moved clubs, they didn't have a left back that he had to come back and I think it's against East Bengal or Gokulam during the pre-season, they actually played him up there on the left side in midfield. So uh, you can kind of see, even the club has an idea that he might be a defensive... No, I don't want to say liability because a lot of the times his athleticism and speed gets him out of trouble, but could be against a very good team. He, he might be one of the uh, weaker links in that sense. Do you uh, feel that he was
2: played uh, by Stephen Constantine in a, more of a midfield yeah, position because, in uh, the friendly against Jordan? Where he yeah, played. because they
0: played with what, six left-backs. So, uh, he was somewhere, uh, he, he was more attacking than anywhere. Don't you think so, Arco? When he came on, he was much more in an advanced position, right? Oh, yeah.
1: When he converted uh, germans Cross, he was much more advanced. And, and like you said, I think he's m- much more better utilized higher up the pitch because I mean let's face it we have like a truckload of left backs today I mean that's possibly the one position where we have no quantity shortage whatsoever so even if two are taken out like you said Jerry Ilal, Lissowar, and and Kumar, we still have 3-4, we have Narayan Das, we have who can also play left back and centre back so yeah I, I think be better every left up front.
0: Yes. Uh, moving on to the next question, Arvind, you can yeah. uh, give two. You have two cents on this. Kerala blasters, obviously, they've sacked their coach. Uh, do you think Tangboy Singto is the rightful and they should be giving him a chance, just like how Pradyam Reddy did. And uh, what do you make of the foreigners that they have sent? <clears throat> uh,
2: so the only thing that is preventing uh, Singto from being named the main coach is that. Uh, the ISL's clause that you have to have the top license or you have to be a marquee uh, coach or player. So, that is the only thing that is stopping him, but uh, we have seen him before in Shilong Lajong uh, when he was there. Uh, he, he performed really well and uh, he almost, uh, they were a mid-table team at that point of time when he was there and then you had uh, Bobby take, taking over Shillong, and now you have Alison. Uh, so, he can do a decent job about the foreigners that they have signed. Uh, Slavisa Stojanovic, he's a poor finisher like Andrija Kaluderovic of Dalai Dynamos. He is uh, Kerala Blaster's top scorer with three goals. He has scored three out of their 12 goals. But think about how many he has missed. And uh, Poplatnik seems to be the better option of the two uh, when it comes to uh, the strike but uh, he has not been given that many chances by David James and Cyril Kali, uh, he is doing a decent job but they should name someone instead of uh, Nemanja Lakish uh, Pesic, Pesic yeah. he is conceding a lot of fouls and he has to go for these rash and unnecessary tackles um, and probably they need one more person in the midfield who is a better player you have Sahal Abdul Samad, uh, the Indian who is doing really well uh, if there is someone to support him ably in make, in crea- in creating chances so that will be really helpful for Kerala but their season is over already I don't think they will uh, bother much uh, about the next uh, 6 games that they have
0: uh, Coming to you Orko obviously we have spoken about your love for uh, eastern you know, clubs out there in the northeast so uh, Sinto <coughs> at one point was the longest serving manager in the I-League at, at one club. So, what are your thoughts on him? He seems to be a very good option for Kerala to hold on, maybe even give him a contract, uh, especially considering they want to build a team with a lot of youngsters and he's good at that. Yeah. Uh, we've seen uh, Kerala last sign a lot
1: of northeastern youngsters in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, that is possibly due to the influence of Chengto uh, on the recruitment policy. Uh, at La we saw that he actually built a really good side with youngsters who are probably not very highly touted but uh, youngsters who are nonetheless scattered through the Indian Super League today you have IFAG, you have uh, Pritam you have all of these guys who came from Plachon and who uh, definitely played a major part in in their uh, uprising but if I was to actually look at Kerala Blasters and if I was to look at their Indian I I, I sometimes feel that, like, you know, their older players might actually be holding back the the, the younger one. So maybe think of good option good option and when I look at Pajum Gray Pune City I look at him and I see that he's doing the best with the resources that you know he has because I think the recruitment was a bit haphazard for Pune City. But he's actually doing the best he can with with what he has. So uh, I think the best thing for Kerala would be to actually, you know, write off this season because it's anyway done for them. They're 11 points behind uh, North East United who are in fourth. So, with 18 points to play. So, for me, it, it, it makes sense to have Sinto as a long-term option. But, you know, like Arvind said, uh, the ISL rules are very clear about uh, having a, you know, foreign coach. And uh, he presume today is a Scottish citizen. So, I mean, he's still in the clear. Sinto may not be so.
2: Okay, so Sandeep, I have a question for you, it's from Tejas on Twitter, uh, he is asked whether you, we feel or you feel that Bengaluru FC have overachieved given that they have lost uh, many players due to injury, they have a new manager in Carles Quadrat, and uh, Miss Miku, a striker for some of their games, so considering that they were coping with a lot of these uh, problems,
0: uh, do you think their
2: achievement is a good thing?
0: Absolutely. I mean to be unbe- uh, unbeaten at uh, half t- half of the season over, uh, 3 points and a game in hand. So obviously they have done well. Uh, overachieved, I honestly think they do because before the season started, you look at the squad and you kind of thought, okay, top 4 for sure, didn't really expect them to be at the top because a lot of other teams looked stronger on paper. but. What BFC has and probably a lot of the other ISL team lacks is an administration who knows all the things that they have to do uh, for a season because they have been doing this for a long time. The longer season, ISL was always 2-3 months at best. So uh, they know how to rotate the squad, they know how to keep them you know fit and all the recovery sessions and how to generally plan travel and all those kind of things. Uh, the little things that uh, go a long way for them. But uh, on the field, I don't their results may be a little flattering because a lot of the times you see uh, they depend on individual brilliances to get the job done, like Chencho hits a uh, overhead kick or Udanta hits a shot from the outside, Chetri wins a header that he has no right to win, so these kind of things So and Miku obviously in the early part. Uh, but what I will say is uh, they are remarkably versatile as a team to adjust to the losses, to... Even though sometimes they play different players in different positions, Cabra has played on the right, he's played in the defensive midfield. Nishu also has played in two, three spots. Sunil, who's played in the centre. Chencho is not really a centre forward, but he's played there. And a remarkable belief in the team that whatever happens, that they can turn it around. Because uh, I remember speaking to Sunil a couple of seasons ago, and he said, when one thing goes right for them, even if the game is going away from them, it's the small things that give them confidence and then they, once they get the fans and then they just go completely ballistic on them. Just uh, That was in specific case of Johar where they beat them in AFC Cup semi-final when they went 1-0 down early in the game. So, uh, I think you have to give it to them for the, just the belief, sheer belief that they have to pull out the results that they have pulled out while not playing particularly well. So, uh, kudos to him and a great start for kuardet uh, Orko, anything for you to add in there?
1: The, the success of Bangalore FC is down to the fact that they maintain the core together for a long time uh, usually the problem with Indian football league sites are that you can't recognize them from one season to the other they, they're completely different or they have a complete makeover but you know in Bangalore you have some sort of continuity even when they went for the draft auction last year they chose to retain as many as 5 players if I'm, if I'm not wrong so yeah. you
0: know
1: yeah, so they have, you know, they've they had Sunil now for a long time now, they are Udanta, they've had Mishu for a long time now. Uh, you know, Eric and Gurpreet are playing their second season, they have Khabra playing the second season now, Johanan is playing, I think, the third season now. So they've had some sort of continuity and when that happens, you have more cohesion. The problem with Kerala Blasters or, you know, any other club for that matter is that even if you have good talent, I mean, there is no compatibility there. Essentially, it's mixed strangers playing with each other. So, I mean, I mean, really good was that even, 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 Goa are actually following the product to an extent now. They've understood that. They've understood that Novera has tried to keep as many together. he's not Lambra, yes. But, you know, overall, I think he's done well. And, uh, and you're absolutely right. When, when you lose your best player, you know, even if Pepsi, Goa would lose Goro, They they would struggle
0: today. They would struggle. Yes, and of course they have, like you said, the administration has made sure that they kept the core together. Mm -hmm. And even during the auction, when they got in players like Beke, the plan was to fill positions and get versatile players, not so much big names. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely so. I mean, you have Beke, you have Khabra
1: today, you have Nishu also become very versatile. So, I mean, like I said, every Iceland club would probably struggle without its talent run. I mean, even ATK with Lanza would probably be shell of a team that it currently is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, they've specifically gone with versatile Indian players who will you know fill in spots, fill in gaps, because they know. They know they are, they might have these ASC campaigns, they might have these long Super Cup campaigns, and they they prepared mentally for that. I think, overall, they're possibly
0: the best managed side of the pitch. Yes. And uh, now coming to the last question now. It's from wala at Vivek Mohan 81. Vivek Mohan 81, I'm sorry. He's a, a regular listener of ours. So, Orko, do you feel that the f- uh, there was the same fan bus for Asian Cup in the last edition? I'm going to assume that is the one where India last played. So, uh, what do you think of that?
1: So... <laughs> um, <coughs> This time, uh, I actually don't see that buzz around the Asian Cup. I mean, yeah, when the squads come out, everyone's out there on social media abusing the coach as to why he's not taken Beke, Souza and Mojobe Justin. But uh, when I when I look at, you know, the league season and when I look at the Asian Cup, it, it seems to be a bit, a bit of a darkness when I look at the enthusiasm. as I think everyone's kind of resigned themselves to the fate after looking at the results against Jordan, against Kyrgyzstan. So yeah, there was a lot of buzz. And you know, to consider that to the 2011 squad, which Chetri mentioned with press conference today, was a really good squad. Was a real, was a better squad. I personally think than this squad. But again, they were brought into the mega group of death, so they could not escape it in any way. These guys have it easier. Let's hope they get at least you know, a draw. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I I think the, the, the selection and the, the results have possibly taken the, you know, sheen away from our first campaign in 8 years.
0: Anything to add to that, uh, Arvind? Especially, let's talk about marketing of the A C Cup. I hope the I hope
2: the bus builds at least now and uh, when we are two weeks away from the tournament. Of course we have the friendly against Oman lined up on December 27th. Maybe it could build uh, closer to the tournament Uh, but uh, as of now the bus is not where it should be. Um, Today Praful Patel came out and said we should support India's uh, Asian dream and then make it a reality and then hopefully. Uh, we can uh, win the tournament and qualify for the 2026 <laughs> World Cup. I, I
1: think we should, uh, you know, uh,
0: hope to buy the hosting rights from North America. I think that's a more realistic option than, you know, us trying to qualify for the World Cup. Really. <laughs> okay. Let's hope uh, he has a dream catcher hidden somewhere and we can make that happen. Uh, thank you so much guys for joining in. Uh, thank you, Orko for calling in and thank you, Aravind, for being here. You can find this uh, footnote on the, our podcast platforms across you know across all the podcast platforms that is available and also on hub, hub and now and this is me sandeep Menon, signing off